This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, September 15, 2015. I'm Caleb Brown. Presidential candidate Hillary Clinton has a personal connection to the Citizens United Supreme Court case. It was, after all, a case about a movie criticizing her. And perhaps not surprisingly, Clinton wants to overturn that decision. Trevor Burris, a research fellow at the Cato Institute, comments. I have said to people, and uh, I've heard it uh, said elsewhere, that the biggest problem with the Citizens United case is that it wasn't a case about Fahrenheit 9-11. (laughs) It could have been a case about Fahrenheit 9-11. In uh, 2004, the group Citizens United, which is a a devoted conservative nonprofit that wants to make movies about uh, criticizing, usually criticizing Democrats, but they filed a complaint with the FEC because Michael Moore's Fahrenheit 9-11, which came out a little bit before the 2004 Kerry Bush election. And now, this is the interesting thing. The question was, was this an ad? And, and it was in theater, so it didn't really apply, but they were running ads for the movie on TV. So the FEC got a complaint from Citizens United. Now, of course, that underscores the fact that these campaign finance laws are used as part of the, the arrows in the quiver of different political groups because almost every single one of these complaints is filed by someone on the other side. And if you're doing an election now, you have lawyers watching the other side to see where you can file a complaint. So that's a, that's another problem with these with the FEC. But they file a complaint and they, they issued a press release about how we think Fahrenheit 9-11 is a corporate expenditure that allowed, that is the corporation of, I think it was Miramax or Michael Moore's production company spent money on these ads and they are the functional equivalent of express advocacy, which before the case, Citizens United, uh, was illegal and under the McCain-Feingold law. The FEC looks at those and it does all these strange tests that a lot of people don't realize because there obviously has to be a media exception to the to general campaign finance rules. So New York Times can say, can endorse candidates as the New York Times. And there's also a commercial exception and a bunch of different things. But they have to do this sort of analysis of whether or not they're using certain language. It all, it all is very bizarre. Does this seem like an ad for the re-election of, or for the election of John Kerry against Bush? Was it within 30 days? Of, a, of the primary or 60 days of the general election. So they do that kind of analysis and what's called a matter under review. And they said, no, we've decided to give this an, ex, an exception. Um, and so that made Citizens United think, well, maybe we can make a movie now uh, for 2008. And so they made Hillary the movie. This was obviously a film intended to harm the political prospects of Hillary Clinton. Stan Lee figured prominently in the film, <laughs> oddly. Yeah. So. Um, and the the Supreme Court basically said this was this prohibition cannot stand. Mm-hmm. They made the movie in two thousand eight, and Hillary at that time was with John Edwards and Obama, where those were the last three Democrats standing. And they didn't endorse Obama. They didn't endorse John Edwards. They just said, Citizens United has had a long standing beef with the Clintons going back to the nineties. So they sort of went up to their archives and said, here's all the things Hillary Clinton has done. And they made this movie, and they also tried to run ads. They weren't putting in the theaters; they were putting on a pay-per-view, and they were running ads for the movie. So, were the ads that originally uh, came up before the the courts? And it was also the question of whether or not pay-per-view, which you have to pay to watch exactly. over and above your cable subscription price, exactly. But whether or not pay-per-view gets the like theater exception, and again, that underscores how bizarre these regulations are. But they just made a straight-up facial challenge initially, because so the first question, Citizens United, was. Uh, 
was there a new exemption that should be granted? Should there be a pay-per-view exemption? Should there be a bona fide nonprofit advocacy exemption? Just make up whatever you want. Just part of like the idea that the government is giving you a license to speak. And do you get permission from the government to speak about candidates or not? Under what circumstances or not? Let me remind, let me step back and, and remind listeners if uh, who have been especially listening to this podcast for a while, the entire reason we're doing this under the Supreme Court. Always remember the reason we're doing all campaign finance laws is because we're concerned that the advocacy by someone will will make the candidate that they're advocating on behalf of give them something as a as a favor, corrupt them. So, oh, you made an, you made Hillary the movie, so then maybe if Obama got into office, he would give them I don't know Texas or something like that. And so that that's the kind of corruption uh, that we're concerned with, or the appearance of corruption. Now that's pretty silly if you think about it. Oh, this these people made Hillary the movie, so Obama owes them something, even though it wasn't an endorsement of Obama. So we get back to this entire thing of why we are doing these these crazy campaign finance laws. And the question of would you who should get an exemption, and in the first case, uh, the first time the Supreme Court heard the case, they were trying to argue for this narrow exemption. There should be a pay per view exemption, or there should be an exemption for this nonprofit advocacy corporation. And then in, during the oral argument, the uh, Deputy Solicitor General was asked by the by the justices if this could this meant that the government could ban books if books had. Express advocacy for a candidate, and we're funded by a corporation. And, and he actually asked. And Justice point. Roberts asked, "It's a 500-page book, and at the end it says, so vote for X.' Exactly. Does that fall under pre-existing campaign finance law?" And the Solicitor General, to his credit, said, yes. "Yeah, I think it does, and you, we could ban that." You have to bite bullets sometime when you're uh, standing in front of the Justice of the Supreme Court, and that is the government's position that if you just have one line that takes an entire 500-page book and makes it from one category and puts it into a different category, that now that they can ban. And again, remember, the reason we'd be banning that is because we think that, co- that, uh, that politicians will give them something in return for having endorsed this position. And that, again, is quite silly in my mind. So the Supreme Court asked it to be re-argued. They actually asked to be re-argued before the term began. And, uh, and they re-argued it on just the basic question of whether or not you could make a movie that criticized Hillary Clinton if you're a corporation or any politician running for office. And and use existing means to get your message out there uh, exactly. as a corporation versus if Oprah, the person, made a movie endorsing a candidate, she could buy all the ad time that she wanted. Exactly. And now we have Hillary Clinton wanting to overturn this case. And it's very interesting the way that she has couched it as a campaign matter. She has one of her uh, campaign surrogates on a video announcing her discussion of Citizens United saying, uh, you know, Hillary is opposed to the Citizens United decision because she knows firsthand how it affects democracy. And it's a very weird thing to equate democracy or a republic with this person's political future. Exactly. And, that, and that seems to be the, the equivalence that they're trying to draw. It is. The way they talked about it was, I think the word was, she has a deeply personal relationship to Citizens United. And she said that's going to be a litmus test. Overturning Citizens United will be a litmus test for Supreme Court justices, and she supports different alterations. But yes, the, they used to not really mention that Hillary the movie was what Citizens United was about. Now they're mentioning it fully and saying, no, this is what, this is what it feels like 
to be a candidate and people make movies about you that say bad things about you. And the funniest thing is that if you look back at debates over campaign finance laws on the floor of the Senate during the debates over the McCain-Feingold law, that's what they said at the time. They said, these people are making fun of me and they're making my – I mean, Jim Jeffords in one of his uh, lines said, uh, these ads that are attacking us make us lose 20 percent leads in the polls. And it's just a bald face. They believe that democracy is equated with your ability to get elected and make sure that people say nice things well, about you. To get your message out and have that message be the message. That, that, is, that is the one where you're communicating with voters without dirt being In, yes, thrown around. Independent interference. And that's the, that also shows that candidates there's a when you have a wide open system of political speech and candidates aren't controlling everything and parties aren't controlling everything you're going to have organizations like Citizens United that make movies you're going to have people like the Koch brothers that make ads and a lot of times candidates who they're supposedly quote unquote in favor of don't like it and of course the candidates that they're running against don't like it either so it's all big wild west but that's what free speech means it's a open system of people talking about elections and again we're talking explicitly about censorship anyone who tells you that the people who want to stop these movies are are not censors. I mean, you have to ask them if you if they didn't want to dry up the money. If drying up the money didn't stop movies like Hillary the movie, they wouldn't even want to do it. Stopping movies like Hillary the movie is exactly the reason they're going after the money because it gives them a, an opportunity to not explicitly say it is illegal to criticize the government or Hillary Clinton or any candidate for office to be to say it is illegal to spend money to criticize the government or Hillary Clinton or any candidate for office. But at the end of the day, it's no different than the Alien and Sedition Acts of 1798, which are sort of famously silly First Amendment violating laws that said it was illegal to bring the government of the United States into disrepute under any sort of speech act. It's pretty much the same thing. They're just using money as opposed to particularly banning the speech. Trevor Burris is a research fellow at the Cato Institute. Read more of his work at Cato.org.